This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you're a person. I actually treated myself to a special new type of sandwich today. Okay. And it was actually a Cuban, but it was on a sweet bread, and it was called a media noche, and I had never had that type of Sammy before. But it actually was sort of worldly and interesting of me to have that new type of sandwich. How so? Um, interesting. I'm usually not uh, challenged on... How interesting I have to be on this show. Oh, my bad. No, 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 no. I, I guess it was sort of like uh, if I had a PB&J, that's like an average guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I have a turkey sub, for lack of a better term, that's an average guy. But me having sort of a sandwich that mm, might be off the beaten path a little makes me worldly, makes me interesting. I get that. I'm sitting here with Carl Tart. Hey. Carl, welcome to the show. Thanks, thanks for, for doing me. thanks for doing this. Uh, you know Carl from XOXO Gossip Kings, Com- Comedy Bang Bang, Woo. Grand Crew, Yo. all the freaking juicy stuff online and on the TV. Was I not supposed to talk during that moment? No, 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 no. Okay. It was gorgeous that you did. Okay. Often the guests are stunned with sort of I dispel my perfection at the very beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. And guests are stunned. They're wowed. They're asking questions. Why is that good? Et cetera. And you accomplished exactly that. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> We talked a little bit about it, but can I can we get into a bread conversation for yeah, a second? I would love I don't to. Know we, how much we were, time we have. We were discussing. <laughs> we have days. Okay. We were discussing this outside because I, well, as soon as you arrived, I told you about my special new sandwich, mm-hmm. and you said uh, you were talking about the bread, and I'd love to hear your sort of take on this. It sounded good. Yeah. There's a wine bar. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I always have a hard time with this. I don't want to promote it. Yeah. But I don't want to gatekeep it. Oh, interesting. Got it. Because you don't want it to become like a hot new spot. Yeah. And that way you're not able to get what you need. But also, it's a small business and I support the small business. Of course. We are big supporters of small businesses on the show. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do half and half. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm not going to tell you what it's called. I'll tell you half the name. But I'm going to tell you it's out there. It's, it's here. Sorry. Sorry. So that's how you're promoting the business is by saying it exists. It's in Hollywood. Okay. It's in Hollywood, California, USA. Uh-huh. They have a Cuban sandwich. Yeah. That is the best one that I've had. Really? And they don't even have a kitchen. They just got like a hot plate back there. Interesting. They got like a, a waffle iron. Like a, a, like a, like a panini press. Yeah, panini press. For lack press. of a better term, but it's not a panini. Yeah. To, to say panini would, would be to reduce it. Do you know the history of the Cuban sandwich? I really don't, actually. Uh, it was a man, when, 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 when soldiers were in Cuba. Yeah. A store owner would get these American soldiers and he goes, and what do I have that they would like to eat? Huh? So he goes back there and he has like some ham that he just had and he got some mustard and cheese and some pickles. <laughs> and he goes, that's, this is what like Americans eat. They eat ham and cheese. And yeah. Like, so I'll give them this thing. And they loved it. Yeah. And they called it the Cuban sandwich. Oh, that's so interesting. So even though it was created in Cuba. Yeah. It was made for American. It was like American to satisfy palate. an American appetite. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. No, I absolutely didn't. Honestly, the history of sandwiches is pretty fascinating. And I'd love to take a class maybe at a local college. That would be a fun little <laughs> hobby. <laughs> history of sandwiches? Yeah. Like when you think about like, you know how we get into, we're, we're, I don't know how old you are, but I'm uh, reaching the midpoint of my 30s at this point. I'm 30. I just turned 30. Just turned 30. Yeah, so yeah. it's going to start happening for you in about three years. Okay. It's happening for me now. I had to turn, I, I turned 31 in the pandemic. Yeah. My 30th year mm-hmm. was 2020. Okay. And so I basically was like, I'm, I need something new to do. Yeah. I have all this other stuff that, like, I have this, like, one thing that I do. I'm, 
comedy and acting and stuff. Totally. Looking for but, new hobbies. Yeah, looking for new hobbies. Oh, by the way, I'm a, such a, I love to absorb new hobbies. It's like something that really brings me a lot of joy. Yeah. And I find that that is the thing that, because also like, I mean, what you do for work and what I do for work is like our creative expression, whatever. Mm -hmm. That is now just like the W2 position. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, when I worked at other jobs, I'm like, oh, I'm getting this sort of like energy out of trying to write a sketch like long ago. And now it's just like, oh no, like my creative energy is put into something that then directly translates to my job. Yeah. So my hobbies are now totally removed from that. Yeah. It's like, oh, my hobby is, you know, building mechanical keyboards That's or tight. like, you know, building a PC or whatever. It's that kind of stuff. So what kind of hobbies have you been picking up? Well, what I did right before the pandemic really hit, I started taking DJ classes and I will not gatekeep this because I want to, I want to uh, pump them up. The beat junkies Institute of sound mm -hmm. in Glendale, California. Yeah. Hell hosted yeah. classes taught by the world famous beat junkies. Yeah. And, and some of their counterparts that are qualified and very mm -hmm. good to teach you. Uh, these are guys who have been in hip hop for 30, 40 years who are geniuses who know how to yeah. use, use turntables as percussive instruments. That is sick. Yeah. And they teach you, what they can, mm -hmm. you know, like they, for sure, they, for sure. they know how to do stuff that you will never know how to do Yeah, because right. what we've done in comedy, mm -hmm. but all this work and all this manpower into it, they've done with turntablism. Yeah, totally. But they teach classes. Mm -hmm. You learn how to do some really cool stuff. You learn how to do thing techniques that a lot of like, I have friends who are self-taught DJs yeah. and I'll do certain things and they go, man, I can't do that. <laughs> and I go, yeah, man, I paid a lot of money for this. <laughs> I paid a lot of money for them to teach me how to yeah. do this. Nice. But now- as because it's a hobby, mm -hmm. I'll take gigs and I'll get paid to do it, but I won't, I'm not like pursuing that as like, I need to pick up some DJ gigs. <laughs> no, right. It's like joy for you. It's joy for me. And also what comes with that is like, when you, when you start taking gigs and, and bars are like, we'll, we'll pay you to come in here and do this. So yeah. it's this type of night we need this. And it's like, well, I don't play that type of music. Yeah, right. I'm not just a DJ. No, I'm not just a gun for hire. Yeah. I'm a fucking, like, I'm coming with an artistic expression exactly. that you're going to want from me. Exactly. I'm a turntablist. Yeah. Like, I'm DJing at this bar, and a girl walks up to me and goes, do you have the theme song to White Lotus? <laughs> and I said, even if I did, I'm not going to play that right now. That is such a fucking funny request. Do you have the White Lotus theme song? And I song? think she was she was probably being like trying to make it be like ironic. Yeah, I'm like, sure. No, we're not doing that tonight, <laughs> Miss. We're not doing that tonight. Would you walk up to Leonardo da Vinci and say, "Do you have the White Lotus theme song?" Would you walk up to Leonardo da Vinci and say, "Do you have dogs playing poker?" Because <laughs> that's not what he does. Oh, he's not a painter. Oh, he did paint. Da Vinci. Did yeah. Didn't da Vinci paint? Yeah, he did. He, he did, did the Statue of Liberty. No, uh, the sta he, did, he painted the Statue of Liberty. He painted it green. Uh, no, I like it, it. Like I do it for like this is just a thing that a, a nice form of creative expression. Yeah, that's the best. That's thing. different than what I normally do, and I love to do it at a bar. Yeah. I love when to see that crowd rocking when they are really getting it in. But I requests have to be if you come up to me with a request that fits the vibe and the set that I'm yeah, playing right. right now. You'll accommodate. I'll accommodate, but I'm. I'll, I'm going to be upset about it, like ego-wise. If it was the Friends theme song, you would have played. Yeah, yeah. Friends. The Friends theme song, I would have I would have rocked it out. You said White Lotus. Yeah. If it was Succession, oh. I would have rocked it out. I would have scratched this, over it. That rules, by the way. The Succession theme song so good. You don't walk up to me and say White Lotus theme song while, while I'm up in here playing Ty Dolla Sign. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I started doing that. Nice. I want to do something else. I want to mm -hmm. get into something else, something more hands-on, more building. Since I, I can't fish out here, yeah. I like fishing. Are you into but, fishing? Yeah, I, I, that's not, I grew up in North Carolina, mm -hmm. and a lot of my friends were fishing and stuff like that. And they, like, I went a couple times, but I think that now fishing and golf are two things I did not understand when I was younger. And now that I'm an adult, I'm like, oh, it's like spending unstructured free time with your friends. Yeah, like you're you're talking shit, you're hanging out, you're chatting, you're like having a drink, whatever. Yeah, that's like being on a boat, being on a golf course, like that. I now understand it. I still don't do either of those things, but I'd like to. I picked up golf in the pandemic. Too. Oh yeah. Sure. And that was a easy way to cheat, you yeah. know, to cheat on the housing in place. What, what was it called? Oh, shelter, shelter in place, in place rules. Right. That was an easy way to be like, nah, man, I'm, I'm not, I'm not breaking no rules. Yeah, right. I'm out on the course. I'm out on the course. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the green the open air. We standing six baby. feet apart. That's right. That is nice. We're not sharing a blunt. <laughs> Everyone has their own blunt. Yeah, everybody's got their own blunt. Everybody's got their own beer. <laughs> 
we all we are all smoking the blunts through our masks. That's right. But <laughs> yeah, the special blunt masks yeah. <laughs> that we pull down. That's right. Uh, but I did that. I get. I've given that up yeah. since since we've been back outside. Golf. I will go. I will. I'll go. Long it seems. But it's been a long time. Yeah, it seems like a long game. I have it friends is. that are to golf. I, I I think it seems like a long. That sandwich class, though. By the way, you and I, right after the sandwich class, yeah. <laughs> going to the, the Culinary Institute of America. To take a sandwich class. That and just knowing that. Such a funny idea. Just knowing it. Just um, knowing how, sandwiches. Yeah, knowing all about it. Well, uh, so, Carl, uh, we're about to take live calls here. Okay. We're going to solve people's lives yeah. on the air. I'm good but, at that. Uh, what qualifies you as a perfect person here on the show today to take these people's calls? What makes you individually perfect to give these people advice. I think what makes me perfect is that I know everything. Nice. So like, yeah. So I, I know, I know all there is to know. That's awesome. Like I know a little bit about anything you talk about. Science stuff. Science stuff. Science rules. Bill Knight of Science guy's my boy. Really? Check my Instagram. That's huge. You hung out with him? Yeah. We Wait, did a show together. so sick. It was really tight. Was he cool in person? He's cool as hell. Was he saying stuff science-y like off, off stage? <laughs> A little bit. Was he so, like, by the way, you know, the stars are black holes or whatever. What I did to get him to talk was I brought up a 1980s Seattle-based sketch show called Almost Live that he was on. Oh, that's awesome. He was living in Seattle because he was working, you know, in, in jet propulsion, propulsion or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he was also doing stand-up a little bit. And he so, did stand-up? Yeah. He started doing stand-up. <laughs> that rocks. And he got on this sketch show that was only Seattle-based. And my homeboy, Myron, put me on it. And just like, oh, these were bits that he's from Seattle. He's like, yeah. oh, we, I used to watch this when I was a kid. And it's where Joe McHale came out of. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. You know, Joe McHale played football at University of Washington. I did not know that. Yeah. that's. I mean, he's a huge guy, right? Yeah. I did not know that at all. And Bill Nye was on that show. And so I brought that up to him. And he talked about it for the whole hour prior to the improv show. Because it probably like also when somebody brings up something from your past like that, he was probably psyched to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like he's like, <laughs> hasn't thought about it in so long and whatever. And the way I prefaced it too, he probably <clears throat> thought I was about to talk about the show. Yeah. And I was like, Hey man, I got a question about a TV show you used to be on when I was a kid. Yeah. Right. Oh, and he was like, all right, here we go. Like, <laughs> Seattle's almost live. He it like blew his top. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Wow. He was cool. Bill Nye. So you know everything there is to know about science stuff and history stuff and obviously everything else. Yeah. That's sick. Well, <laughs> Carl, the phones are ringing off the hook and we got to get to them. Let's get to them. Uh, before we do, though, if you like the show, consider subscribing so you don't miss a single episode and turn on the notification bell if you're on YouTube so the episodes are dropped right into your uh, excuse me, freaking face. And also, if you love the show, consider joining us on Patreon where we have ad-free extended versions of every single episode, including this one, as well as bonus episodes every Friday where I call back people from the show and I do deep dives on various super dumb topics. But Carl, we've got calls and people have problems. Let's hear them. We've got a problem here about a little lie. Hi, Miles. Um, I need help. I accidentally told a really stupid, like, little lie to this guy that I was on a date with, and I didn't mean to. I was really, really anxious and nervous, and I just said it, and I didn't mean to. And now it's been a couple months, and I want to fix it, but I don't know how, and I'm so scared. Um, please help me. <laughs> Interesting. Sounds like someone told a little fib on the first D. She didn't she didn't tell what it was. And she didn't say what it was, so we got a call to find out. That's how they get me. They hook me in line and sinker. Fishing. Oh yeah. Because oh, yeah. we're, we're, we're talking about fishing. She better answer this damn phone. I didn't know that. I know. That's it. If they don't answer, I spam call them. And often they'll pick up if I call them three times. Yeah. Oh my god. Hello, you called Perfect Person, and I'm here to call you back. I'm obviously here with Carl Tart. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Oh my God, wait! I'm like literally right next to a freeway. I'm gonna walk away. Oh yeah, that would be per. That would be that would be so good for sound. Walk onto it. Walk onto the freeway, baby. No, but I am curious about your little white lie. Why don't you give us a little more context on your situation? I'm seeing this guy right now, and he's so cool. I like him quite a bit. He's pretty neat. Um, we met on Tinder and I was really nervous during our first date and he like flippantly asked if I had my license and I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. I do not. Oh. I certainly do not have my license. Okay. Interesting. And I like, don't know. <laughs> well, first of all, I guess, why did you, why did you lie? I didn't mean to. I literally was just scared. <laughs> you were scared? I panicked. <laughs> okay. You were scared. I guess you were worried. You're being like, okay, this guy that's actually cute and sexy and fun 
he's going to think that if I don't have my license, then I kind of can't drive. Yeah. And also like, I'm working on it. I'm getting it next month. But like, I was so scared that I was just like, yeah, yeah, I do. Let's move on. It's cool. And has it, com- do not. has it come uh, up since then? You said you've been seeing him for two months at this point or something? Yes, I have been. And it hasn't come up. Um, but I want to talk to him about it tonight. And I don't know how to talk about it other than being like, hey, so I have this really embarrassing thing to tell you guys about or you about. And like, I'm sorry that it was a lie. Um, but I'm hoping that you could forgive me for that. And I don't know. I just don't know what to do. Can you drive? I drive with a permit and I'm getting it next month. Oh, wait. Have you driven with him in the car, but he was the adult? Like you, you, with your permit, you have to you drive with someone oh. else, right? Oh, my God. That's an insurance nightmare. <laughs> I guess. No, Isn't that fine? Not. It's fine, technically, but I know. Scary. Okay, got but it. You, oh, you know how to drive. Yes, I oh. can drive. I can operate a vehicle. It can happen. And I'm being licensed next month. Okay, gotcha. May I ask what city you're in? What city I'm in? Yeah, or like what region? Yeah, like are you in a city that you don't need a car to travel? Uh, Sort of, yeah. I, I will say right now you have... Okay, so I'm, I'll tell you a story. When I was mm. uh, 16 and I first got my permit, mm-hmm. my mom immediately made me run errands for her. That's so funny. Like, yeah, right. She, and she didn't have to be in the car. Of course. She was just like, go to Target. Yeah. And I grew up in, in like the West the West LA area, Culver mm-hmm. City-ish. And she was like, go to Target, go go to this, go to that place. Your mom needed place. jeans. Yeah, she, she needed I, she, her she, she sent me on jean runs. <laughs> so I think what you need to do is just be like, man, I got to run these errands. Like, and, and just constantly keep talking about it until you get your license yeah. next month. Just keep talking about how many errands you got to run. Yeah. And that's going to throw him off the scent. Don't talk to him about it tonight. Don't, don't. <laughs> you got one <laughs> month left. You got one month left before you get the license. This is actually a good point. You're, you're, yeah, you're, uh, you have so short of a time before it's going to be like, by the way, remember when I said I had my license? I d- didn't, but now I do. So then it's like less of a lie. Oh my God. I also disagree with that. Oh God, really? Miles. Let me th- the idea of holding this up for a month is making me like my stomach is cement. Your <laughs> stomach is cement. Sorry, go ahead, Carl. Drink some drink some Yakult, a probiotic or something like that if your stomach is cement. That's right. I, also, I'll tell you this. If you wait for that third month, you say y'all been seeing each other for two months. Yeah. If you wait for that third month and then drop the bomb. That's usually a a shit or get off the pot moment in a dating situation. Yeah, right. So that might be more damage than what necessary. I think this little white lie you told just needs to stay in the chamber. Oh, interesting. You think you never tell? No, don't tell. Or maybe say say it at say it at (laughs) y'all's wedding. Say it at y'all's wedding. At the wedding. By the way, I still don't have my license. I mean, that, oh my God, that's so funny. I mean, look, here's the thing. I think that you really need to cleanse your palate and know that you've done nothing really that wrong because it's like, it's such an inconsequential thing. As long as like you said, it has not come up since then. Like when you go to meet this person out at dates, yeah, what happens? You mean like, how do we get to dates? Yeah. Does he pick you up? I take the train. Like I have a bike. I usually just park my bike in his apartment complex. Nice. Neither of us have cars at the moment. So oh, like wow. it's you know, both Wait. of us aren't driving currently, but like I feel weird still because I panicked and I said I did, and like it it was one conversation months ago, and it's haunting me because I'm like, what happens? What if something? What if one of my friends says something, and I have to talk about it then too? <laughs> and I'm just so oh. I think it's going to be okay. I mean, here's the thing. It's not that big of a deal because again, you're not driving. So it's sort of like, and I think it also, often I find embarrassing little white lies we tell or embarrassing things about ourselves are actually really charming. Like you being like, by the way, I lied about my license. I don't know why I did it. I just did. I got nervous. Like makes you more charming to this person than less. Does it? I think it kind of okay. does because it doesn't really matter, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't I, matter at neither all. Neither one of y'all got cars. Yeah, he, probably don't, yeah. he probably don't have a license. Oh exactly. He doesn't even have a license either. He's told you the same lie. That, yeah, because that's why the conversation comes up. <laughs> I ain't never asked a woman on a first date. He has a car now. Wait, say that again? He has his license. He just doesn't drive right now. His car is broken. Well, of course he would tell you that. Yeah, of course he would say that. <laughs> of course he, this guy has I before though <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure you have i i ain't never asked a woman on the first day hey so you got your license <laughs> yeah, Especially when, way, that's such a weird question i haven't asked I that since high school it. 
we did the gay thing where we spent like 12 hours together. Something was about to come up and I couldn't, I, uh, I got scared. Oh, it was like a whole day. And then he was like, by the way, Not like a whole day. you said like, I fear, I fear. Cause when you guys talk about relationships on the podcast, I, <laughs> I fear that we're not getting it from the homosexual perspective Sure, because really like gays will spend a lot of time together. And then like, <sighs> that's just casual parts of like the relationship sometimes. And you're just like, you know, we'll hang out for 14 hours. That's great. This yeah. is a bonding moment and this is normal. And so like a lot of things come up, I guess. It's also like not even fully like a defined relationship either. Like we're just seeing each other. Oh yeah, then all the more reason why you don't need to say. I think you should either keep this to the grave or make it a fun little cute thing about yourself that you're like, by the way, I lied. Uh, uh, okay. Sorry. I know. You, I, well, I guess what was the answer you were looking for? I don't know. I was looking for maybe like validation that uh, the way that I was going to bring it up is like maybe appropriate, but you're not giving me that. And I understand and I appreciate it so much because I need to be challenged. And that's why I called you guys. <laughs> well, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, Listen to that Olivia Rodrigo song. Oh, yeah. Which one? The driver's license one. <laughs> Listen to driver's license. By the way, oh, putting awesome. on that song and it goes, I've had my driver's license. And you, you turn it down and go, I have to tell you something. I feel so bad, but I don't have my driver's license. And then turn the song back up. Yeah. And you're in the clear. And the music is intoxicating. And the music is beautiful. I love that song. I love that song. It's a great song. Okay. I pre- wait, 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 wait. Oh my God, wait. Can I have a name? Oh my gosh, Blueberry. Ah, thank you so much. Thank this you for calling. Thank <laughs> you for calling in, Blueberry. I appreciate it. And you have a fantastic day not driving. I I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, bye. Eating food is something I love to do. <laughs> it's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me, because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly, these are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rafi's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out.
Yeah, I think that ultimately a little lie is kind of a cute thing that people do. You know, if, if you if you explain it like I was nervous in the moment, I I said this thing and I didn't yeah, know what to say. For sure. Because I assume that person is an adult. Mm-hmm. And so I assume that it's embarrassing to not have a license. But they did say that they live in California. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like, I think it's just so common because I have friends that like grew up in New York mm-hmm. and they didn't have licenses until they yeah, moved to my, L.A., right? None of my friends, New York friends, have their license. Yeah, California. right. Because it's just sort of like, why would you yeah. if you didn't need to? But it can, a lie like that can ripple. Yeah. But I think the other person bringing it up is. <laughs> it's weird. Do you have your yeah. license? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah dri- I, I, my I got my CDLs. <laughs> yeah. I'm you a truck see, driver. Want to see my social security number? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like, I don't know why, yeah, why would you ask somebody to see their license? I don't know. That's bizarre. Anyway, we got another call here about someone eating their roommate's dinner. Hi, Miles. I need help getting my flatmate to admit she ate my truffle pasta. Please help. Thanks. I'm going to have to get a couple more details on the truffle pasta. Let me. This what? call is being routed by Google. The cost of this call is one cents per minute. Well, that's fine. I'll pay it. You pay for that? Yeah, I'll pay it. Is it somebody who lives that's in your England? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Hello, you called Perfect Person, and I'm here to call you back. I'm with Carl Tart. Hey. Shop. Shop. How's it going? First of all, where where are you calling from? I was informed that I'm paying for this call one cents per minute, and I'm happy to accept the charges. One cent per minute? Shut up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel valued. Where are you? Uh, this is going to be confusing. So my accent is confusing. That's because I lived in the U.S. until I was five, and then I moved to India, and then now I live in London. Ooh. Oh, I feel very like there's a lot of information about me, and if someone I know is listening to the show, they would definitely know <laughs> it's me. <laughs> they would be able to identify you based on those three criteria. Well, um, we're gonna have to know a little bit more about you. You're in London now. What is the vibe that you've yeah. got going on right now? Tell us about your roommates and tell us about this truffle pasta because I'm honestly getting hungry. I live with flatmates um, because it's London and That's the right. cost of living is stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just moved into a new house. But um, our pre- so all of us were flatmates in our old house. Well, I say flatmates, but it's more of like a house, like a, a two story house. And all of us have our own rooms or whatever. So in our old house, there were six people, but then there was drama and two of the people left and we moved to another house and it's just the four of us. Anyway, it's all chill. Three of us are closer and the other girls sort of moved in Middle East. And then, you know, we, an outsider. you know, yeah, I mean, we tolerate her and she tolerates us and we're nice to each other, but we're not friends. We, Got in, it. we invited her to drinks and she politely declined. <laughs> That's insane to me to yeah. decline a drinks invitation as like a new roommate. Yeah. Hey, you should come hang out with us. No, no, I'm okay. Thank I'm you. good. <laughs> weird. Cause so we're all in our early twenties and we, when we put out the ad for a new flatmate, we were like, Oh, you know, it'd be nice if she was like around our age. And she kind of lied about her age when she got the house and then when she moved in she was like oh yeah i'm like 28 and we were like this is a party house oh and i'm sure older people can party but like <laughs> oh, oh sorry excuse me Kyle. okay all right london well guess what you're talking to two no. older guys right here no, and no, boy can wild, we party wild, am i right wild. carl Hell yeah i'm hungry right now <laughs> This one time we were having a party and at 1030, she was like, uh, guys, can you like keep the volume down? And we were like, it's 1030. Okay. That's interesting. Now, okay. That's the Saturday's important <laughs> yeah. part of it. Cause to me, if it's 1030 on a school night, eh, 1030 is 1030. No. But if it's a Friday or Saturday and it's yeah. 1030, then it's kind of just like, look, this is what we're, we're yeah. at. You said you're 21. No. Well, I'm 23. You're but, 23. Um, well, first of all, yeah, your roommate should know that you uh, should understand the expectation. Also, it's like your roommate's an outsider. So you guys set the vibe of the culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fun. We like her. You like her. Well, it sounds doesn't. doesn't yeah. <laughs> doesn't, I, I mean, I don't hate her. Okay. Got it. I, I like her. No, I like her. I, I feel like I, I don't like to dislike people, you know? No, I feel totally. like then you're always thinking bad things about them. Mm-hmm. So one of my flatmates just finished uni, but the rest of us work full time. But I would say I stay in the house the least. Mm-hmm. So I'm only in the house for like two days. And those two days, I tend to like batch cook a lot of food and just put it in the fridge. Anyway, Tuesday, I make this pasta 
and it has a truffle and mascarpone sauce. And I was cooking. I made like a whole thing of it because obviously I'm cooking a ton of food and I put it in the fridge. And then yesterday I just ate out because I didn't want to eat my pasta. Really quick and I, really quick and I know this isn't I know this is not the point, but did you install the tr- like did you install the truffles or was this a pre-made sauce? No. <laughs> it was a pre-made sauce. Okay, but I did it. add truffle oil. I you, did okay. add like a little bit of You added top. some truff. Okay. Anyway, today I opened the box and it is half eaten. <laughs> and then I put a message on the group and to be fair, like I, I feel like I'm pretty not possessive of my food in the sense like if there's food in the fridge and if someone's like, hey, can I have a little bit? Oh, oh we need to bring that out. That Rob time. raised that so we can bleep the name. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Could you give me a fake name? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, I called you London earlier, and I think that that's got to be the name. So London. Okay. Um, got it. So you uh, went in there. Like I mean, Just like London Tipton from. Like Sweet- the bridge. Like, <laughs> like the bridge that's falling, by the way. Uh, and uh, yeah. so you make a truffle pasta. This is basically true crime and Carl and I are detectives. Uh, excuse me. So you make a truffle pasta on the night of the seventh. You go in on the morning of the eighth and half the pasta is gone. No. So if I made it the night of the seventh, I went in the afternoon of the ninth. Oh, got it. So a day and a half half. about interesting. Okay. And the prime suspects are going to be, you've got three roommates. Three. Yes. One of them is an outsider uh, who we're going to call. Uh, who it's so easy if we map it to a TV show. Call her old, old hag. Old she's 28. Hag. Yeah, old, old, old ass hag. Okay, so you got old hag and you've got uh, thing one and thing two. Now, yeah. you send a blast out to the group text on the afternoon yeah, of the like, 9th. And what goes on? Yeah, I was like, I said, guys, I'm not mad because it'll be fine. But did anyone eat my food? And everyone went. It was not me. <gasps> Interesting. And then I got mad because I wasn't mad until then. I was just like, you know, if they admitted to it, I'd be like, you know, that's fine. Next time, could you let me know or ask me before? Because, you know, I meal prep and like I, I want to be prepared in terms of how much food I have and don't have. But everyone denying it made me a bit mad. Yeah. Someone is lying. <laughs> there is an imposter. Did the, did the old hag say I did not eat it as well or did they not respond no she said she didn't eat it but she might be true and you know I don't want to like blame her that's ageist you know um (laughs) interesting okay got it so the old hag said no and thing one and thing two also said no and who's your prime suspect well I don't know because thing one messaged me and she's like hey and on a call, but someone ate your pasta. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, huh, that's really wild. I was like, yeah, I know. And if no one in the house ate it, someone not in this house ate it, which is even more concerning because no one else entered the house. She was like, yeah, I don't think that happened. And I was like, yeah, nor do I. And she was like, well, it definitely wasn't me because I'd just tell you if I ate it. I was like, okay. Interesting. This but, is all very and, and in London, they say doth protest too much. The lady doth protest too much. The lady doth much. protest too much. That sounds like some protest to me. And by the way, thing one. Now, do we have concerns about thing one texting you additionally on the side outside of the group chat saying yeah. someone ate your pasta? That's so crazy. That's so wild. That's so wild. I don't know. because I, I Again, this has never happened. I looked at them for... Well, thing one, I lived with her for two years. We lived in in another house, and then we moved to our ex house, and then we moved here. And everyone else, I've lived with for at least a year. And have you had food go missing in the past? No, or maybe I just like maybe it was like again like someone used someone's salt. Like I don't really consider that as using someone else's food, but like never food, you know. This is very interesting, London. My spidey senses are tingling, and I have a couple more follow-up questions. As a professional detective, I have to ask, is it possible that you got drunk and forgot that you had the truffle pasta? Mm. That's a great question, Miles. And no, that did not happen because I was really sober the last two days working my butt off in the office. Okay. Now, thing one, it seems like there's a little bit of suspicion there. Thing two just said, no, I didn't do it. Well, thing two just said no, but she's also on a plane now, so she's kind of um, out of reach. 
Oh, she's <laughs> she's she's unavailable for comment. Yeah, which is, that's really interesting. And so, well, I guess here's my question: It sounds like it was a was it a lot of the pasta that was eaten, or just a little? Well, most of it. Most a of it was left. For- that's yeah. crazy. That is kind of crazy. I mean, I think probably your options are to make a second batch of pasta, lace it with something. Rat poison. Rat poison. <laughs> Rat poison. That way, no matter which roommate gets it, they'll be dead. Yeah. Laying a trap perfectly for the roommates to find. No, I think that probably... Well, I'm an immigrant. I can get arrested. They would deport me. Oh, you don't want that to happen. I mean, I think that probably, yeah, yeah. if you... I, I, It's tough because... I get that the newbie is sort of like, uh, what do we call her? Old hag? Old hag. Yeah. I get that old hag yeah. is sort of uh, maybe the prime suspect, but also maybe it's like she's the most obvious choice and it's yeah. the one you never expect. Yeah. Old hag. Yeah. yeah. What if she was like, I couldn't have eaten the pasta because I was planning on going out to drinks with y'all. Oh, that's. And she, was like, <laughs> and she like put a bar in her room. And she did a whole Here's the thing, thing about event. like old hag though like she 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 doesn't like to like you know be a part of the social scene in the house but she's other otherwise really like responsible and like doesn't like to touch other people's things i don't think it was i don't think it was her i don't think it was old hag i think it was thing too and she's currently fleeing the country that's exactly right i don't think it was i don't think it was old hag at all because here's the thing she's an outsider she knows that she's not gonna get then get involved She's also way older than all of you yeah. guys, so it's like way yeah. older. Way, we're talking five, we're five talking, yeah, years. We're talking five fucking time. years yeah. here. She's basically double your age, but I don't think that she would yeah. get involved on this fundamental level. Like, now, did any of these three people? Yeah. Did they get super drunk in the last couple of days? I don't know. Mm. Not well, maybe, maybe. Again, you know, it's one of those houses where like. I, again, I work the most out of all of us, so I'm in the office the most. Mm. But like, I have like a very rough idea of where people are, just because we have each other's locations. But I'm also not checking. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Does old hag have yeah. guests come over? No, not as much. Damn. But Damn. one of my, so one of the other two did have her boyfriend over. Oh my! By the way, it's your boyfriend. He ate that shit. He ate that shit. He ate that shit and didn't even say anything. Yeah. It was definitely the boyfriend. <sighs> I'm ready to I'm ready to fucking put this guy on death row for all I care. He did it. He had to have because the other people, it sounds like one of them is out of the country. Yeah. It sounds like the other girl yeah. is denying and then group takes you on the side. And it sounds like old hag is not gonna get involved with this. But the boyfriend, what do you think of the boyfriend? Uh, so in our old house, her so each of us had our own toilets, bathrooms, bathrooms, as they say in the US. Yeah. Um, but um, which is wild considering it's London, but her bathroom was on our floor and her, or on the floor I was, and her room was like the floor below. For some reason, her boyfriend would just walk around the house in just this underwear. Mm. It's really weird. Uh, was he in good shape? Yeah. Uh, no. Well, I don't want to be rude, but no. Yeah. Um, well, we, I need to know this because you know if he's carbo loading. If he's carbo loading with the truffle pasta. Never know. He also kind of lives in our house because his house isn't great. It's a bit weird, you know? Um, he ate that pasta. But I don't want... Sorry, I just have to stab you right there. It's absolutely the boyfriend. He ate that pasta. You're be- he ate that fucking pasta. You're being like, oh, I wonder if it was the boy. He basically lives with you. <laughs> he's, fu- he's fucking running around the house in his underwear. And, uh, oh, yeah. You think he's kind of weird? Yeah. It was the boyfriend. That's an open and shut case, London. Thank you so much for calling in. I think you got to tell the. I think you got to confront the boyfriend about his pasta eating. Or next time he's over, just be like, hey, did you eat my pasta? I I was trying to figure it out. It's it's totally okay, but did you eat my pasta? And London, just as a forewarning. 30 is around the corner. Yeah. 30. Yeah. By the way, you're you 21. Will. Now you're going to blink and you're going to be 37. 23. You're in your mid 20s. Okay. We're not that much older I know, than you. I and know. we can still party. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. No, I'm sure you can. Yeah. I just think if you told me at 1030 on a Saturday to keep it down, unless you had a baby, um, which I know you do. Miles, I certainly so, you know, do. <laughs> yeah. That's but- absolutely right. <laughs> 
Um, well, but otherwise, it's just like it's 1030. Come on. Yeah. Live no, it up. I do get that. We'll keep living it up and accuse the boyfriend relentlessly of having your pasta. Thank you so much for calling in. You have a great of night. Course. Thank you. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. There's not a doubt in my mind that he ate that. He ate that pasta. I mean, have you ever um, taken a dance with the devil and taken a little bit of your roommate's food? No. And- Never? I don't do it. Never, and, ever. And, and, and let me tell you, I have a situation. Do you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to put his name on Front Street because uh, he's a good friend of mine. And I would say this to his face. I've already said it to his face. <laughs> uh, Iffy Wadiway. Yeah. You know, Iffy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we lived together for many years. Nice. And uh, I w- I'm, a, I'm a snack buyer, mm-hmm. but I'm not a big snacker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry. You buy snacks, but you're I, not comfortable eating them. I see something at the store and yeah. I go, I want that. Oh, and then I take a little bite of it yeah. and I wrap it up and put it away. <laughs> that's that's for somebody else. Yeah, that's it. Like, <laughs> hey, man, it's not it's not necessarily for somebody else. It's for when I get a craving, be like, oh, I forgot I had those. Just want a little something. Hot mustard Doritos in the. <laughs> um, let me go get me a couple of those. Yeah, dip them in a little sour cream. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Yeah, just 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 a little bit, and I would come home and stuff would just be gone. He would take your food, either him or his wife that we live with, <laughs> or the baby. Yeah, right, and. Of course, I don't. I, I don't mind. <laughs> Only thing that would bother me, and I told him this. Of course, if the little baby, like <laughs> <laughs> the baby's taking a Cheeto out, the baby's yeah. mom would go. <laughs> she would go. I'm sorry. She wanted. She saw it. She was crawling around <laughs> and saw it, and she got hungry. And I go. Just ask. Yeah, just ask. That's me. fine. Like yeah, right. I'm not gonna be mad at a baby for wanting a snack. <laughs> exactly. But I, if I come home, my mouth all tuned up for. Uh, some nutter butters. Oh, and they're not there. And they ain't there. Yeah. I'm gonna be upset. No, that's tough. I can go to the 7-Eleven and buy some more nutter butters. Yeah, but be like, hey, do you mind if we f- polish these off? And I go, yes. They've been sitting there for three weeks. Eat yeah. them. No problem. I don't. I, I'm not a person who just like houses some shit like day one. You yeah, know what I'm you know how sure. some people like don't don't bring chips around me. Yeah, right. Because I have to eat them all. I'm not that guy. No, for sure. I'm what I struggle with sometimes because I, I agree I'm not a I wouldn't go into someone else's food but the parts where I struggle is I'm a hungry guy yeah and I find that often when a snack is brought in by one member of the party uh, a roommate brought in a snack once that said hey I got this special dip for everyone yeah it's hard for me because I think well it's for everyone but it's not just for me yeah. It's it's for, it's everyone. for everybody. So I can't be eating a lion's share of the dip that's for the table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I have to sort of be like, well, it's, it's not really for everybody. Just like a portion of this is going to be for me. And then I have to make sure that there's enough that everyone else can have a little bit of it, especially the person who bought it. Yeah. I don't go on other people's. I'm also like when I had roommates, yeah. uh, I'm very blessed to live alone now. But when I had, oh, when I had roommates, I was, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go on your food if I'm not, if I'm not, if like. If you made excess, if there's like some, you know, you come home and you see like there's pasta, for example. Yeah, pasta. Somebody's made a big old bowl, a big old pot of spaghetti. <laughs> and I just got off work and I'm tired and I'm kind of hungry and I was just about to order something. Yeah. I'm like, spaghetti. I'm texting roommate, hey, who made that spaghetti? Yeah, right. Well, if I get a bowl of that, yeah, it's fine. Totally fine. I'm yeah. always going to ask. Spaghetti's a tricky one because you can't really, can't steal spaghetti without a fork. You need a tool in order to get at spaghetti. Yeah. So it's hard to just, oh, let me just take a little bite yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a little chicken finger. You need that that fork that looked like that. You need a that, uh, <laughs> that, that, that spoon. Webbed fork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. The spoon yeah. thing. Yeah. The slotted spoon. Um, well, we've got to get to another call here, and we've got a couple options. That's- Beyond eating my snacks, if he would use my bathroom, <laughs> Wait, like blow did he my have shit his up. own? He did have his own. He had his he own in his room. Why? And he would blow my shit up, and I'd be like, why'd you do that? <laughs> Oh, I was I was streaming and I didn't want to go all the way back to my room. Like, man, I don't give a shit about your damn stream. Go to your bathroom. It's another 20 feet. Also, it's so disrespectful to take a shit in someone else's bathroom. Blow it up. <laughs> this dude is always on some type of carbo low, keto diet, paleo, all this type of stuff, like lifting weights and everything that he needs, and them protein shits hit different. Okay, and the conversation is sort of going in this direction. So we got to pick this call here. Right. Hi, Miles. Uh, the guy that I've been dating for the past few months told me over the weekend 
that his last two relationships ended because he farted and it smelled so bad that the girl broke up with him. So now he won't fart around me. So let me know what I should do about that. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my God. That is so fucking devastating. I feel that brother's pain. I mean, to have a fucking fart so bad that your bro, your relationship is gone. That's your crazy. Love is ended. Well, he he needs to get. We can talk about it on the call. Yeah, he he, he needs to get something in order. But now she's worried about. Yeah, he's he might uh, unleash the beast on her. Miles, I'm on the street and you're on speakerphone. What the hell is up? Thanks for calling Perfect Person. I'm obviously here to call you back and get the details on your boyfriend's farts. I'm here with Carl Tart. Hey, how you doing? I'm perfect. How are you? Good. So we listened to your voicemail and obviously we are so curious to hear about your boyfriend's plight. Why don't you give us some more information on the situation? Okay. Yeah. So we were laying in bed last week and he was like, I have to fart. Also, I'm on a walk. If you hear cars going by, my phone only works on speakerphone. Okay. Um, we were laying in bed and he was like, I have to fart. And I was like, let her rip boy. Uh, and he was like, I can't. That's love. Because my last two relationships have both ended because I farted. Uh, and I was like, please elaborate on that. Um, and he was like, oh, my last girlfriend, uh, I farted and it smelled really, really bad. And then we just got in a long argument. She was like, I wanted to have sex with you, but then you farted and it smells bad and you didn't give me a Christmas gift. Oh. Uh, and then I ended up breaking up. Wow. But he frequently complains about his tummy. But then you, you said that it happened and, with his past two girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one? <laughs> it was the same thing. Apparently, he just has really rancid farts. But that's crazy. How long have y'all been seeing each other? Oh, like two months. Okay, so this is very early. This is early on in the relationship. I mean, I've made yeah. this. I've made this clear. I've made this obvious in as many platforms as I really can at this point. But I am a firm believer that you need to fart in front of your partner. I think it is essential <laughs> to a relationship. How soon? Two months is Two months early. early. It's a little on the early side, but I think that six months is around the sweet spot to let that <laughs> wind blow. I assume that y'all don't live together. Yeah, you don't. So uh, have either of you taken a shit at each other's house? <laughs> Such a first Yeah. Purpose. You have. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Was it him? Yeah. And did that, did that run you out? Uh, no. Okay. See, because I think that also, and this is the thing about loving someone is that you have to love them stinks and all. Yeah. You have to love them despite their farts or honestly because of them. And I think that with this guy, it sounds like he has some trauma in the past about breaking wind. And he's had two relationships crash and burn because of his fucking bowel. Well, there was a real detail in there. What's up? They said that he always is complaining about his stomach hurting. Yeah. He's got stomach problems. Yeah, totally. And his farts smell so bad that they ruin relationships. My boy needs to go to the doctor. Farts that ruin relationships. You're totally right, though. Let's go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Take some probiotics. There's, there's got to be something in, in that diet mm. that ain't clicking. Yeah. Maybe it's time to stop with the dairy. What's, what's he eating, by the way? Lots of meat. But I'm saying his stomach hurts because he won't fart around me. Oh, that's causing his upset tummy. He's backed up. He backed up. He needs to let that joker go. He needs, he needs to shoot the club. Up, he huh? needs to freaking shoot the club up. He's got it. I mean, look. Let's. Here's the thing. I think that you need to tell him. Look, like you need to support him and his anxiety and say, look, I get that you don't want to do it around me, but I need you to go to the bathroom and enjoy yourself because <laughs> enjoy yourself by letting it rip. Because I think that he is probably has some built up anxiety about it. How's your relationship otherwise? You're having a great time? Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, see, that's so great. I think you just need to make him feel seen for that and also just be like, look, whenever you're ready, I am here. Okay. And maybe if you signal to him that it's acceptable by farting in front of him, it might be a little welcome sort of invitation. Yeah. You know, I've tried doing that, but all my farts have been like silent, <laughs> no smell. So he's, you know. I tried doing them. It wasn't bombastic enough, unfortunately. Y'all oh. have to go to an ethnic restaurant full of seasoning. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's sure. Yeah. Well seasoned food at an ethnic restaurant and just mm-hmm. be like, and really go ham, like spare no expense. Completely. And at night go and, and then like have some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> the late coffee. Yeah. Man, you're going to be tooting so much that you're going to be in love deeper than ever. 
But I got to tell you, yeah, no, this is something a lot of people say to me. And I have friends that have been married that don't do it in front of each other. And I can't, I don't get it. I just am such a believer in it. I do think it's a little bit early. No, two months is early. Two months is early. But I think that eventually you want to settle into an equilibrium where you're comfortable doing everything in front of each other. Yeah. And I get that that requires a deep level of vulnerability. But hey, that's life. That's love. Love is the farts that you make along the way. And I also think that uh, you're being a good uh, good partner in thinking about his farts <laughs> and wanting him to be comfortable. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, yeah, tell him, hey, I'm ready when you're ready, but I'll let you do it on your own time. And uh, I, w- I, you just have to promise you won't go. Okay. Th- that sounds good. Thank you for the advice. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy to help you. And uh, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Yeah. Have a perfect day. You as well. Bye-bye. Wow. I feel like that wasn't a satisfactory answer for that person. I don't know what answer she was looking for, Yeah, but it wasn't that she's going to have to stomach the farts. Stomach the farts or let them out of her stomach. That's right. But I'm a, I'm a firm believer in uh, you, you, you got to be comfortable in front of someone. That's crazy that they smell so bad that they broke up relationships. <laughs> it was like Damn. It's a, it's a spiral. The other people were like, like the smell of, of betrayal. Yeah. They really. <laughs> I will. I got to be honest. Yeah. One time I was uh, engaged yeah. in coitus and one slept out of there. It was that morning time, you know? Yes, yeah, sure. Did it make noise? Or was it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, But my. she laughed very hard. That's funny, though. And I was like, all right, yeah. Yeah. We're cool. That's great. No, because to me, like, yeah, you just got to be comfortable. It's just all about being comfortable in front of the other person. And mm-hmm. you can do that in a million different ways, but it's just so important, I think. Uh, okay, we're going to get one more call here before the final seggy. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. My mom is dating... What's that that one? My best friend's mom is dating my ex-boyfriend. Oh. That is really interesting. Okay. I think we got to check that one out. Hi, Miles. (laughs) So my best friend's mom is dating my ex-boyfriend that I had for five years. So I just don't know how to get past it or like, what should I do? Is this okay? Is it weird? Call me back. Thanks. I feel like that's so tough. Fucking. How tough do you get on here? Oh, I, that's t- if it gets too tough, we'll put it on Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> but that is like really. I have to know more details because the ages of everybody, etc. I'm guessing that like this is someone she dated a long time ago, and now they're all like yeah. in their 30s or the something. Mom's clearly 28. The mom's <laughs> she's old as hell. Old 28. As hell. Hello. Hello. You called perfect person, and I'm here to call you back. I'm here with Carl Tart. Hi. Oh my god. Oh my god, hold on. I'm at work. I have to like run away. Give me one second. <laughs> I'm so curious where you I we're gonna hair spot, so I don't know if you can like hear all the blow dryers. Oh my god. Oh nice. You left bleach in someone's hair running outside. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm like, you just sit there. It's okay, it's fine. We're fine. <laughs> okay. So oh my you uh <sighs> your call really sparked a lot of interest and I'm curious about the details of it. Uh What's going on and how old are you slash your ex-boyfriend slash this best friend's mom? I'm 26. Sorry. I'm like, I'm out of breath. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So I'm 26. My ex-boyfriend is also 26. Mm. Um, and (laughs) my best friend's mom is, oh my God. She's like 45. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Still in that prime. Is she a looker? Is she? Is she a real looker? Yeah. Yeah. This is so not like like girl supporting girl, but like I mean, she's okay. (laughs) Like she's nothing like. Uh, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Uh, I don't know. Like she's older. She has grandkids. My best friend has a son. Like. You know what I mean? Like, he's just a little older. How? Okay, so, I mean, here's a question I have for you. So, you were you dated this person for five years. When were, when were those five years? Like, was that, how old were you when you were dating your boyfriend? So, I was 16 to 21. 
and you were best friends with with that person, and the boyfriend would the boyfriend yeah, come around, and, and the boyfriend would come around to the yes, yes. Oh. And this is a little messed up too. I guess like this is the more context. She dated my ex boyfriend's best friend, and as soon as me and my ex break up, she breaks up with her boyfriend, who is my ex boyfriend's best friend, and then they started dating uh. out of nowhere. Oh, this lady is awesome. So, like, they did a whole switchy swatch. Jesus, <laughs> like, dude. I mean, this is like, oh, God. Yeah, this, it, it, she's like a bad person, she, right? Yeah. Like, this is like fucked up. Like, right, right. I, I would say, so you're wondering, I mean, are you just wondering how to feel about the whole situation? Because I got to tell you, it sounds like yeah. your ex-boyfriend, like, is completely being taken advantage of. I get that, by the way, age gaps exist in relationships. Sure. But I think that in this context, it's like, totally. the, she knew. She knew him when he was a kid. When now, he was, was a kid. He's, he's, you say he he's 26, right? He was a literal, like, yeah, like, younger. And, like, my best friend and I are, like, super, super close. And, like, we even work together. So this is where shit gets like kind of fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like cussing a lot. I'm just fine. flustered. <laughs> so she and I work at a hair salon together. Yeah. And her mom comes in to the salon and she sees me and she completely just like ignores me. Oh. Acts like, like I'm not even there. And I'm like, girly pop, I'm good with you. Like we're fine. You're the one that's eating my ex. How, how was your, how was your so best like, friend? Yeah. How does your best how- friend feel? I mean, we had a whole like drunk conversation one time about it. And she was like, obviously it's super weird. And you know, like it's just weird on her end, but she's trying to be there for like her mom and just be like, you know, as long as she's happy, I'm happy. But obviously like it's fucking weird. We're all the same age. Okay. So typically my rule with age gaps is, uh, if everyone's of legal consenting age, if it's weird, then it's weird. Yeah. And this is a situation where it is so obviously fucking weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause I get that whatever, <laughs> yes. everyone's on their own fucking journey. And sometimes like, it's like, yeah, I guess like a really immature fucking, you know, 39 year old who meets a 26. It's like, okay, yeah, I guess yeah, those are both fine. adults. It's like, yeah. that's fine. And, and again, like there's a context for everything, but in this situation, it's so obviously fucking weird because the mom knew you knew this dude and now is like dating a bunch of people way younger than yeah. her My who, age. <laughs> who are your age and her daughter's age. Also, I got to ask, I got to ask, and this might be starting more yeah. drama, but I'm sure y'all have had the conversation before and you are a stranger, unfortunately. So I yeah. have to ask and start the drama. Do you think they was messing around back in the day? To be honest, I don't think so. Okay. But, okay. Um, Good. All right. <laughs> Jesus. Just digging myself more of a hole. But my ex has actually contacted me like within the last few months and kind of confided in me that like, you know, he's <laughs> unfortunately like he still has feelings for me and this and that. And I was like, listen, like you're dating, Dude. Oh. you know, my best friend's mom. Like, obviously I have no intentions of getting back together with him. I am in a relationship. So like, totally, I've moved on from that, but it's still obviously kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? That's why she's not talking and to you at the that, salon. Yeah, that's why she's not, that's talking, why she's not to you. talking to you at the salon. She knows that. She knows that yeah. he's like interested in, in, in pursuing a rekindling a thing. But I also would like, I don't know. It sounds like your ex-boyfriend is being taken advantage of. So like, I don't know. Right. Are y'all in a small town? No, we're not actually like we're pretty like, I mean, I guess like the community we're in is very small out here, but it's like, you know, the connection between us and other people that are involved are like super like we're all connected <laughs> like yeah. in some way, somehow, you know, similar friends, you know, family members are friends, so on and so forth. And like I said, like she dated my ex-boyfriend's best friend. So it's like we know him and I'm like, dude. What the what the fuck? <laughs> like it's just so strange. It's just so weird to me. And like like I said, I just can't get the pass of like why does she hate me when she's the one that's dating my ex boyfriend? Like I just feel like I didn't do anything wrong. Like why? No, why you also you know, You have done zero things wrong. This woman is uh totally fucking weird. Yeah. It sounds like she like. <laughs> I don't know. It's such a tricky situation. I, I think that she is completely like, imagine that you like, if you were friends with this woman, let's say you're another 45 year old or whatever. Yeah. And you're friends with this woman, you see her doing this. If my friends now that were like, I just, it, it would be so weird. I have a young mom. Yeah. If, if I were to, if I were to date one of my mom's friends, yeah, right. my mom would kill that. Woman. <laughs> <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> no, Literally, it's like, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, like I just like yeah. I guess I just can't get behind it. Like I like I said, it's just I don't think I've done anything wrong, and I think it's really kind of honestly kind of hilarious that this older woman hates me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've done nothing wrong but be. Like, I try to be cool with her because, like I said, she is my best friend's mom. So I try to have, like, some sort of, like, I don't hate you, but I'm also, like, what the, what's your deal? Like, what's your problem with me? And it's just, yeah, it's just so crazy. <laughs> I think, I think what it is, is clearly she has a insecurity and issue with her age. Yeah. Clearly that's, like, that's clear. I'm not going to call her a predator because she isn't dating a child. Yeah. But, right. I, but, I mean, he yeah. was around when he was a he child. Was around, she probably was looking tough. like, my man got a bad over. He's fine. <laughs> she probably was looking <laughs> at you like, and, 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 and right. she's probably looking at you like, you young hottie. You sound fine. You sound hot. Yeah. And, 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 it's, and, and she's probably looking at you like, I can't stand you. I can't stand you. Can't stand my you. my lover's ex. And yeah. then it's like, yeah, she's looking at you like that. But I wouldn't concern yourself for a single second about what she feels about you. She's a crazy all. person. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Don't worry about her being like nasty to you. Uh, yeah. For your best friend to like sort of know that this is going on. She obviously knows it's fucked up too. Like, yeah, it's a messy situation. But I would, yeah. you can't, you can't concern yourself with people that hate you for no reason. You just can't worry about it. You just can't like, there's going to be people in this world that have crazy reasons for disliking you. Could yeah. be jealousy, could be whatever. You just can't spend time out of your life focusing on them because ultimately they don't know you and they're dealing with fraudulent information or, you know, they're fucked up uh, issues, but it has nothing to do with you. So I just would not worry about it. Be polite, whatever, but don't you worry for a second about what this person thinks about you. And slip something in that hair dye. Yeah. yeah. Put a little funky color in there. <laughs> Put, put something to make it make a couple strands fall yeah. out. Not the whole thing, just a couple strands. <laughs> yeah. It's so messed up because, like, I, like, told... Uh, it sounds so shitty, but I have told, like, a lot of people, like, at my job about the situation. Yeah. And everyone's face, when I tell them, they're just like, what the hell is going on yeah. over here with you guys? And, yeah. You know, oh. it's just wild. It's just wild. <laughs> no, completely. Uh, what a wacky situation. I'm so sorry that uh, that's kind of going on in your <laughs> world. Uh, but you're doing nothing wrong yeah. and uh, you're navigating the situation with grace. And I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Can I get like a fake name? Because I feel like I got a lot of compliments, but no fake name. Oh my gosh, absolutely. The fake name that you're going to be given is obviously Salon. 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 It's, I love it. It's got to be Salon. Thank you so much for calling in. You have a fantastic Her, evening. I love it. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for calling me. Yeah, no problem. Bye-bye. I think that one may go on the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Well, I don't know. It's just so complicated. That it's was like, good. I'm very glad we took that one. Yeah, me too. Very, like, what a messy fucking messy situation. situation. But it's like, yeah, what the fuck? I was like, oh, this got to be a small town. She didn't have an accent. That's also how it felt. I was like, oh, it's got to be a small town where just like there's barely any people. Yeah. And, you know, she didn't have an accent like she yeah. wasn't from like the South. Yeah, it didn't sound like, I was like, oh, this sounds like somebody from where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, right. Where'd you grow up? I, I'm... Mississippi. I'm from oh, Mississippi nice. Okay, cool. But I grew up here in LA too. Nice. Yeah, North Carolina. I'm from. Um, well, Carl, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you for having me. We've got one final segment, and it's a segment that we like to call Get Real. This is a segment where we force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about each other and ourselves. Okay. And we play this music the whole time. All right. Now, Carl, you're obviously a very funny guy. Uh, what is something that you are working on about yourself? Ooh, uh, I think uh, I'm working on, it's a constant work in progress, but eliminating other people's opinions. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. Uh, el eliminating the, the extreme care about other people's opinions. Trying to like uh, worry about what other people are thinking and changing yeah, yeah, behavior. Yeah, yeah. And, and, basing, and basing certain behaviors based off of what other people how other people may react just kind of doing my own thing you know yeah no i like that a lot i think that's and of course we all got to be polite and we got to be kind <laughs> yeah we can't just be like i'm gonna walk in the street because i can yeah i'm gonna wear a huge hat and knock people over <laughs> i'm not like i'm not doing that you're not wearing a big hat that's knocking people over <laughs> but if i if i need to say no or if i need to like not you know caring so much about like oh my god that like, does this person like me? Did I like? And I've gotten a lot better with it. I used to be, it used to be a big problem. You used to, you felt like you were adjusting your behavior to make everyone feel happy. One hundred percent. I was yeah, definitely a, a people pleaser. I've definitely yeah. been 
taken advantage of or, yeah. you know, in situations that I put myself in that have made me a victim because of me worrying about what other people yeah, are going to say sure. or do or think. Yeah, start that over. <laughs> uh, but I'm, I, it's a constant work in progress. And I'm also, uh, you know, bringing up that bench press number. That's awesome. I have such fucked up shoulders mm-hmm. and I would really would like to get fit enough to bench press. Physical therapy, man. I know, dude. I, I really like, I am at a point in my life, I think I have to, I just turned 30 and I uh, am a tall guy, but I'm not very athletic. And I think I would like to make that a dominant part of my life just because yeah. it has not been because I've been busy with work or whatever and uh, just had a young baby. So I'm like, I think I want to get shredded. Mm-hmm. And I would like to make that like a priority in my life because it's hard. It's so hard. I don't it's know. very hard to do. Yeah. You have to you have to devote so much time. Mm-hmm. I devote a ton of time to the gym, yeah. but I don't do the work in the kitchen. <laughs> so what does that mean? Oh, like well, I live a ba- sure. I live a very balanced lifestyle. Yeah, that's great though. That's I'm, how it should I'm be. constantly in the gym, very yeah. strong. Mm-hmm. But if you put if you put a wedge of birthday cake in front of me, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> of course, yeah, joy. We drive by Krispy Kreme and that hot light is on. I'm stopping. <laughs> the hot light is genius, by the way. Yeah, it really brings in people. I, I uh, yeah, no, I, I love that, and I think that. Yeah, that's something like as a content creator, I've been trying to try to figure out because I quit my job recently and I uh, am now just like an independent content creator Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to make stuff that just makes me happy and uh, things that I really enjoy doing and try to bring an audience to that versus trying to like make what people are going to just like. Yeah. uh, Kind of tell them like, no, you'll like this because of these reasons. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be something I'm going to enjoy. But um, start it over. Uh, <laughs> Carl, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you for having me. I yeah. appreciate it. This is so much fun. Those calls were great. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we really helped those people's lives. We changed a lot. Um, the lady, to the lady who boyfriend was farting, it felt like she was upset <laughs> when she got off the call. I know. I don't really know what she was looking for for yeah, us to I, say. I, I, like, you're doing the Lord's work. I know. You, you just, sometimes you just got to sit there and let it rip. You got to let it rip. You know, and to everyone out there, I want you to know, you just got to let it rip. Let it rip. Carl. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Carl, where can people find you if they want more Carl? Uh, If you want more Carl, you can listen to the XOXO Gossip Kings podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a headgun podcast. That's right. It's a headgun podcast. (laughs) And uh, that is hosted by me and my good buddy, Lamar Woods, where we watch Gossip Girl and talk about it from our perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's real fun. I think you'll like it. Uh, I'm watching it earnestly in real time. Hell yeah. I don't have spoilers so please do not spoil the show for me yeah don't spoil if it. you do send a spoiler to my dms or anything like that i will block you that's right just so you know and maybe you don't care about being blocked maybe you have a, a mm-hmm. thousand burner accounts that you say racist things from nightmare I've, I've dealt with that guy but Ugh. uh other than that i also have a football podcast if you like football i got a football podcast mm-hmm. on head which is also a headgun podcast that's right uh called foosballs that i host with my buddies ryan Mahari and greg gallant and also there is The Flagrant Ones, mm-hmm. which is a Patreon podcast, but we film it at HeadGum. That's right. Uh, that's fa- patreon.com slash The Flagrant Ones. And follow me on Instagram at dammitcarl, D-A-M-M-I-T-C-A-R-L. That's right. Uh, go check out Carl's stuff. And if you're out there and you're wondering, hey, I've got a problem and it's pretty bad, just know that no matter who you are or where you are, perfection is only a call away. That was a HeadGum Podcast.